Hello, and welcome back to 24 Hours of Student Power. I'm Evan Brow, and you have now tuned in to UBC Improv's um, slot on the 24 Hours of Student Power. Slot, it's a weird slot. It makes sense. Go away. Uh, I am joined by uh, four members of UBC Improv. I'm, I'm part of UBC Improv, so I'm not like a weird host thing. It's like we're all just chilling in the studio. So let's let's introduce ourselves. We got um, to my left, we have... I'm Elizabeth Good. Nice. My name is Forrest Elliott. All right. I am Isabel Deleuze. Oh. I'm Annie Rilkoff. So that's the five of us. We are UBC Improv, and we are going to be tuned into us for the next uh, next hour. And we're going to be doing um, kind of an interview right now, and then we're going to move on to some games. And at the end of the, the program, we're going to be doing a long-form slot. So just to begin, uh, tell me a bit about UBC Improv. What What is it? What it's are we an doing? improv troupe. Oh, what is, what is improv? <laughs> tell me a bit about what improv is. I mean, it's uh, improvisa- improvisational theater is theater that's made up on the spot. Mm-hmm. So using an audience suggestion, we make up scenes and stories and games um, entirely based on that suggestion. Usually right. with a little bit of a comedic flair to it. Ah, a comedic flair? Yeah. Yeah. So we're funny We're funny people? We like to think we are. Yeah. 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 <laughs> cool. Um, tell me a bit about, tell me a bit about uh, like... So, I don't know. It's been yeah. around for a while. I'm not going to make up a date, but... Like 1990. 1999. 99. Uh-huh. And um, the attendance has really taken off in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Not to say that they weren't funny before us, but we're funnier than they were. And yeah. um, <laughs> They were worse, but we're better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There wasn't a lot to be better than, you know what I mean? <laughs> Low standard. <laughs> um, but, uh, but no, we play uh, every other Friday, usually, throughout mm-hmm. the semester in uh, SCARF 100, which Scarf is the educational yeah. building in the center of the campus. Tell me a bit about SCARF. What is, what's that space like? It's sweaty, and it's hot. It and eats water bottles. Really fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's, got, it's got, like, this big um, lecture table thing to, like, to the right of it, and it's weird. It but you know, it's like one of the few lecture halls on campus that doesn't have a podium right in the center of it. So I feel like yeah, it's I guess yeah, yeah, for space. Actually, I have a question. Was it intended as like a, a stage for for people to do performances on? They have a nice curtain. No, I don't. Th- yeah, they do have a curtain. So you know, maybe it kind of looks like it. But I don't know. Maybe maybe lecture halls all are, are a stage, a stage for professors. Oh, there you oh, go. So deep. You be some rub. Just deep. It's their slogan. <laughs> Um, get me deep with us. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, we performed um, four shows so far this year, and um, tell me a bit about those uh, those shows. How do you think they went? Well, we had like amazing attendance for yeah, all four yeah. shows. Like we have a really really awesome um, audience. Like they're so supportive. Mm-hmm. We have mm-hmm. groupies that come to every show. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we do. We totally do. And uh, I mean, Annie, you were just saying that you were like stopped by someone today in yeah, Irving, a Scottish guy in the library said that he thought we were really funny what did did, did we say national appeal did we say anything in our set that why he would like oh, our we had some jokes about haggis and he thought that was very humorous haggis jokes it's totally weird. okay to make fun of like you know european culture yeah oh absolutely mm-hmm. <laughs> that's <laughs> so, not racist yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, not even, even a scottish person told us that it was okay yeah. so yeah, we yeah. Got the so we're fine yeah. we're fine <laughs> we're not racist we're not racist <laughs> we're not a racist club <laughs> <laughs> that's our big sell <laughs> UBC Improv. We're not racist. Trust us. <laughs> Anymore. Since 91. Yeah, those past years. Oh, that's why they were so bad. <laughs> bad and racist. <laughs> um, we're off the trail. We're off the track a little bit here. You kind of mentioned that someone who just uh, who, who came up to you. Um, do any of you have any stories of like people who have come up to you and said, like, oh, my God, improv. Blah. Uh, yeah, I was 
it was a two dollar beer night at the colony so that was really that was a, just a shameless plug for the colony tuesday yeah. it's two dollars two dollars two dollars at the colony three dollars at the colony um and yeah a really lovely drunk girl came up and was just really emotionally moved by our past improv performances Wow. And I get a lot of people that I meet that are, it's like, oh, I feel like I've met you before. And then it takes a couple of meetings. Yeah, that's what it is. They don't necessarily make the connection right away, but they recognize my face. Except and then they'll be like, oh, yeah, you were in that thing that my friend made me go to. Except one time someone told that to me. They said, oh, uh, you look really familiar. I'm like, it's probably a UBC improv. I'm like, mm, no. Never, <laughs> never been on show. <laughs> don't know what you're I don't talking even about. Know what that is. Improv? <laughs> yeah. Do you have any, any other experiences of people coming up to you, like uh, from from improv? I just have a really generic face, so there's that <laughs> as well. <laughs> hey, oh, I thought you were someone else. Hmm. Yeah. Not actually, not in particular. I thought that uh, I'd be swimming in first year girls, oh. and that has not been the case. Hasn't happened. That has not been the case. No. That's a shame. It is. It's the dream. It is. Seven seven eight nine nine four three nine nine two. I'm doing frat forest. Yeah, for real. <laughs> all right um yeah that's a bit about ubc and but i wanted to know it's more about forest in, yeah just call it and he'll he'll direct you to a show mm-hmm. yeah and then maybe to his his place afterwards no 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 i want two to three dates before i bring her back to my place Ooh, wow. classy we got a classy that's that mm-hmm. would differentiate us between the past years we're classy mm-hmm. yeah they're just straight up scumbags so we're bad racist and unclassy mm-hmm. exactly um so i want to know individually <laughs> individually about you all uh how did you start out in improv annie oh um i started i did it in high school mm-hmm. uh, i started in grade seven um did it till grade 12 did the uh high school competitive circuit right, <laughs> yeah. um it was, the big yeah. it was really fun it was awesome um and then i took like two years off because my school that i went to didn't have any improv cause okay from Quebec and the French aren't very funny. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> I, uh, we're offending I, everyone. Yeah, on this. we really are. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. We're, we're Europeans, so it's fine. Yeah, and then, yeah um, I came back here, auditioned, and I've done UBCI for three years. Oh, nice. Love it. Izzy. Um, the first time I did improv was when I was in high school. Uh, there was some sort of like ninth grade competition and, uh, a friend asked me if I could just go in and I'd never improvised before. And I remember doing like a birth scene and thinking that I just nailed it. Like I thought it was <laughs> so funny. And then afterwards I talked to them and they were like, well, no, you have a lot to learn. <laughs> and I guess I took it from there. Were, were you giving birth? What, what? Um, I think I like made the suggestion. The oh. baby's coming, and you know everyone <laughs> gasped. And I yeah. mean that's kind of a rule in improv that you don't do a birth scene. Mm-hmm. And that no. was the first yeah. sort of uh, step I took. Right. Um, and you know it's just been uphill from there. <laughs> so I auditioned for UBC Improv in first year, and um, ever since then I've been uh, improvising with these people. It's been a good time. Forest. Um, I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and that is the the home of uh, comedy sports, which is like a theater sports, a form of theater sports in the states. Mm-hmm. Uh, it started out in Milwaukee; it's now all over the place. I think it's on it's an international thing. All right, uh, but th- that's what I did. I did it for four years. My sister, who's older than I, did it for uh, a couple years before myself, mm-hmm. and then 
from there, I came to UBC and walking around on the first day, I saw the UBC Improv booth and mm. talked to a little fellow named Nir, mm. a tiny little guy. And he... Uh, Remember that guy? Yeah. And he uh, encouraged me to try out and I did and it worked out. What's, what's the difference between like comedy sports and, you know, like here, like Canadian Improv? So they tell jokes and we oh, tell we don't, stories we don't tell jokes. that are funny. There's the difference. So they, they tell like gimmicky little like, ooh, gimmick, you know, like those <laughs> kind of jokes. And then we tell l- more long form stories yeah. where we may be a character throughout the entire set. Yeah. And it's funny all the while. Ah, all right. Cool. Oh, <laughs> Much better than those American. I mean, you're American. We're you're, okay. Yeah, <laughs> you're okay. Elizabeth? Liz will now list the 50 American states. Uh, Alabama. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. Um, so yeah, I, the first time I ever did improv was with like a theater troupe, I guess you would call it. It was like original kids. Um, who's the woman in the notebook? Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams, yeah. yeah. So she was from like outside of London and this was what she did like after school. I don't know. That was like her claim to fame. Um, in London, Ontario? In London, Ontario. Okay, cool. yeah. Very true. Um, Liz is so British. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and so the first time I did improv was uh, through that and just kind of like did it throughout high school and came to UBC, gave it a whirl. I didn't know UBC uh, improv existed in first year, mm-hmm. so I found out uh, in second year and jumped on it and worked out. Oh, cool. Yeah. So how long have you been doing improv for? Um, I would say like I really started learning things at UBC improv before it was just kind of like a mess around. So like... Years. Three I've years. Been on UBC yeah. For three years. Yeah. Forest. How long do you think? Uh, I did improv for four years in high school, so I guess this is seven. Oh my god! You're Whoa. So seven yeah. years. Wow. Is he? Uh, UBCI is my third year, and then I did uh, three years in high school. Six years, mm-hmm. Annie. Uh, I've been doing it since I was eleven. So. And I'm twenty-three. <laughs> so like. We have a winner. A long time. Yeah. <laughs> We're not good at math. Like 18 years. That sounded about right. Something. About 40, yeah. 49 43 years. years. Something like that. Around that time. Cool. Uh, I had one more question before we... Uh, Wait a second. I have one question. Sure. Go ahead. Evan, tell us about your background in yeah. improv. Yeah. I'm the host. I'm the host. Um, I didn't do improv. I, I probably had the least experience. I didn't do improv in high school or anything like that. We had a huge theater program, so I did that. It was like, improv. Ooh, that's for the... Yeah. That's for the idiots. Well, no. I don't sing. Yeah. I'm not going to sing on air. I know I you're. I know you're going to ask that. Ask you were going to ask that. It was going to be ridiculous. And it was gonna <laughs> be embarrassing. What is your favorite musical? Would you say <laughs> Doctor Horrible's Sing Along Blog? Right, it's <laughs> funny. Um, no, but yeah, it was like because uh, our theater program had about 200 people in it, and our improv had six. So it was like I'm going to go to the theater where all the people are. So <laughs> I went to that. Follower. Yeah, you're such a sheep. Actually. And then yeah, in first year I went to UBC Improv. I was on the advanced workshop team for that year, and then I auditioned again in second year, got on, and then this is like my third year. Sweet. Yeah, three years on. So yeah, it's been pretty cool. Um, I got one more question, and then we're gonna go to break, and then when we're coming back, uh, we'll play some games. Uh, what has been your favorite character that you think you've played in all of improv? You know, all of UBC Improv. All of UBC Improv. Does anyone have? A favorite character that you've played, someone? So many. So, oh, <laughs> just them, a wealth really. of amazing <laughs> characters from UBC Improv. Oh, man. They're like my children. Yeah. I played uh, the cleaner in an aquarium. 
uh, one show that was like the guy who cleaned the glass, mm-hmm. like basically the aquarium's janitor. Right. And like, I don't know, he was really fun. I forget what his name was, but he was <laughs> close to my heart. I also played a woman who lived in a well. I liked her as well. I remember that one. That was yeah. good. Anyone else? Favorite character? Um, last show, I played an energetic Norwegian. Uh, no, I my my character's name was Voitek because yeah. that's like that kid. It's like one of the only people that I know with a name in that ballpark. Mm-hmm. There's a friend of mine named Voitek, but he's Polish. <laughs> hey, Voitek, <laughs> hey, if you're listening, sorry, man. Um, but no, that 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 was a lot of fun to play. What was the the scene or anything like that? The the set. Um, we, we did a dream set of this girl's in the crowd. This. Emily. Yeah, this girl named Emily, if Emily's listening. Ah. Um, but she uh, told us about her day, and she happened to be Norwegian. Mm-hmm. So then we did her dreams for that night, and yeah. uh, I played her cousin, Vojtek. Cool. We just did that on Friday, actually. And, um, yeah, we interviewed this girl uh, who was from Norway, and we just tore them apart. We, we, just, were, we know nothing about Norway. We ruined and them. I nothing. I know nothing about uh, mm-hmm. psychology either on stage in front of uh, over 100 people. We also made fun of the fact that she was a psych major, which was, in retrospect, yeah. probably rude. <laughs> Everyone does it, so yeah. we're just part of the crowd. I'm a psych major. Are you really? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Isabel. Uh, does anyone else have their of a character that they enjoy? You go ahead. Uh, I played a... Uh, southern bell like a plantation owner's daughter <laughs> once yeah. um and i asked someone to have sex with me on stage and my parents were in the audience <laughs> and my grandma but like what she's oh my god daft. how do you think they made you annie <laughs> oh. <laughs> they bought me at a kmart on sale anyway um, um so that was fun. <laughs> is he is he a favorite character um first thing that comes to mind is like i think we were doing a scene about like working uh in an orphanage in Africa, and I was just like a super downer volunteer. <laughs> I was just like, oh, it's so hot, and like just kept complaining about yeah. the worst things, just being the worst person. All right, cool. Um, so that was that was characters. Um, tell me a bit about we do sketches as well. Um, do you want to do want to talk about some sketches stuff that we've done? Well, Evan writes most of them, but we have some new uh, writers. They've got some interesting ideas. Uh, we film them. Some of them are filmed at my house. So if you want to know, ever know and what my house looks like, uh, just watch them. Good place to find those would be over at our YouTube page, yeah, UBC Improv. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That they would be somewhere where you could watch. Yeah, they're all on YouTube. Um, so just look up UBC, UBC Improv uh, on YouTube. And I think we got like 10 or 11 of them so far. Which Make is, sure you like it's, it's a good amount. It's a good amount. We're like a professional thing. Um, so yeah, uh, UB Simprov guys, that's cool. Uh, we're going to play one song and then when we're going to come back, we're going to play some games What's the song? and we're going to have some fun. I have no idea. I put on a CD and it's just going to play and I'll tell you afterwards. I'll tell you afterwards, people. Uh, so enjoy this from that artist by that song you like.
And we're back on with uh, UBC Improv. And we got a call, which we shouldn't. Um, <laughs> so what? I'm just going to take that off the air. Um, so yeah, we're, we're back on with UBC Improv. And uh, we are going to be playing some games now, some fun short-form games. And uh, a game that we're going to be playing right now for you is a game called New Choice. Essentially what is happening is that two of the people here are going to be uh, playing a game. And they're gonna, going to be um, doing like a scene. And then at any point in the scene, I can say new choice, and they have to switch it up. They have to switch up what they said and think of something new. So we're going to play that, and we're going to play it for like, you know, a couple minutes. Uh, so the, the two people that are going to be playing that game are Annie. Hello. And Forrest. Hello. So uh, we're going to start that scene. So uh, Izzy or Liz. Um, Lizzie. Yeah, Lizzie. Uh, give me like a, well, what's like a location that we could have, non-geographical location? an egg farm an egg farm so we're going to see this scene in an egg farm and we're going to be doing a new choice starting now martha yes timothy come over here and help me look through this hay for some eggs new choice come over here and help me look through this hay for some chickens i think that there may be some tiny ones hidden beneath here because we don't again uh, for us to get them precious eggs what why timothy i don't see no chickens in this hay new choice why timothy i don't all I see is blood. New choice. What do you there? All I see is some babies. Tons of little babies in this hay. Uh, Martha, the correct name would be Chicks. Oh, uh, you're so smart and learned. New choice. You're so intelligent and suave. New choice. You're so smoking hot. I love you, Timothy. <laughs> Thanks, babe. It's the physical part of our relationship that keeps it rock solid. I agree. All right, Martha, hand me over that pitchfork. We're going to stab through this hay. If they're not going to come out, we're going to fish them out. New choice. If they're not going to come out, we're going to smoke them out. Hand me a lighter. <laughs> New sound. <laughs> Whoa, the lighter's broken. What in the world? <laughs> it's one of them screaming lighters. All right, Martha, let's go ahead and step outside the barn. This may come down. Oh, Timothy, it's beautiful. It's like the 4th of July. Except more dead chickens. More dead chickens. Oh, there are a lot of dead chickens on 4th of July. More dead pigs, though. Hot uh, dogs and whatnot, and y'all. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> it's really coming down now. Step so, step a little bit further back there, Martha. New oh. choice. Uh, get, in, get underneath this force field there, Martha. <laughs> it's a good thing we bought one. You was wise to make that choice, Oh, You know, I'll listen to a door-to-door salesman when they're selling something useful. New choice. When they're selling something that I can utilize to get behind when there's a burning shed. New choice. When there's a certain level of, level of attractiveness I find with them. And that force field salesman, who she was... Oh, sorry, Martha. That's a little unfaithful Timothy, of me. What are you? what are you suggesting? I'm not suggesting nothing now. Are Look. You, are you attracted to other women, Timothy? Look, I'd like to talk about physiology for a second. New choice. Look, I'd like to talk about the fact that I almost married your sister, and then I married you. Uh, what? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't want you to hear about it this way, but, you know, sometimes in the glowing light of a burning shed, you just want to open your heart up and tell your wife something you've never told her before. After 29 years of holy matrimony, you think this is the appropriate time to tell me that you wanted to canoodle with my sister? With my family? Timothy, I'm... I don't know what to say. New choice. Timothy, I'm really, really mad at you. New choice. Timothy, I'm pregnant and it's not yours. Oh, God! <laughs> right through the heart! And you're to blame. All right. Oh, <laughs> there. 
let's wrap it up there that was new choice with forest and annie that was the first game that we're going to be playing so we're going to be playing a second game for you we are going to be playing a game called halftime and uh what this game is is that we have uh two of our improvisers we have elizabeth and we have isabel they're going to be playing this game and the game is called halftime and what happens is that they are going to be doing a uh one minute scene and then we uh at the end of the scene we are going to say halftime and they're going to have to do that scene again but in half the time so a minute and then 30 seconds 15 seconds and then like seven seconds and then whatever four seconds or whatever uh, <laughs> three and a half yeah three <laughs> whatever <laughs> some math whatever some amount and we'll just keep on going down so uh to start off the scene could we get um a relationship between two people annie or forest some sort of relationship cartographer and cartographer's assistant oh thank god so like <laughs> a map person a map maker and his buddy or her buddy or her buddy yeah, please uh, annie i know gis as well <laughs> Spend so much time in that lab. Anyway, so we're going to see a cartographer and a cartographer's <laughs> assistant, and we're going to see halftime with a minute scene beginning now. Sir, is north this way or to my left? Or is it up? Um, I really think that you should know that by now, Watson. I'm a little confused as to how you got this job if you don't even know where north is. <sighs> Sir, I'm sorry. I mean, my father was a cartographer. My great-grandfather was a cartographer. My whole family was a cartographer. This is not Harvard. Lydian should not matter. A beg your pardon, sir? Oh, well. Uh, north is north is up, generally, on maps, but that's very Eurocentric I see, perspective. Sir. Okay. I'm getting mighty seasick on this here boat, sir. Yes, these uh, the seas are going quite high today. They're a little bit rough. Uh, but you know what? I'm I'm just happy that you're here for company. It's just me and you and the wide ocean blue. Oh, that's right, sir. Oh, gee, I'm going to be mighty sick all over this map. If you done. puke on this map, that is two months of work out the window. Watson, don't you dare. <gasps> Watson? <gasps> Watson? No! <gasps> <gasps> My oh, God! Sir, I'm so sorry I got... Right over the western plank! Oh, sir, there's... It's everywhere, and it's all over your map. Ah, oh, I'm horrified and disgusted. All right, that's a minute. <laughs> that is a minute. We saw that a minute scene, and we are going to see that same scene, but we're going to see it in half the time. We're going to see it in 30 seconds, and we are going to see that scene right now. Sir? Uh, which way is north? Is uh, it up? I think you should really know that by now, Watson. I'm a little confused as to how you got this job. Well, sir, uh, my, my father was a cartographer. My grandfather was a cartographer. I mean... You know what? Lineage doesn't matter. This is not the Ivy League. Oh, sir, I'm feeling mighty sick on this ship. On, oh, no. I'm so glad you're here, but if you puke, I swear to God, I'll smack <gasps> you up. Oh, no. Watson? Watson? Oh, God. It's all over the western flank. Oh, sir, I'm mighty sorry. And that was 30 seconds and of that same scene. So we're going to see that scene again, and we're going to see it in 15 seconds, starting now. Sir, which way is north? Is Watson, it up? I cannot believe you're asking me that question. Don't be an idiot. Oh, well, my father was an idiot, and my <laughs> grandfather was an idiot. You know what? That is no excuse. I'm going to be sick. Watson, if you be sick, I swear I'm going to smack you upside the head. Oh, God. <laughs> and that was 15 seconds. <laughs> Let's go for 10 seconds. Okay, let's go for so let's go for let's go. Okay, yeah, let's half it again. We're going to see that scene in 7 seconds and we're going to see that scene 
now. Sir, which way is north? I really think you should know where north is, you I'm idiot. Be sick. Oh my god, this is no excuse. If you're sick on my boat, ah, Watson. All right, we, okay, we saw that scene uh, in seven seconds. Let's cut it again. Let's see oh. that scene in three and a half seconds. Okay, right. Three and a half seconds, and we're going to see that scene right now. Watson, you're an idiot. <laughs> oh, you idiot. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that on there. <laughs> Repeatedly throw up to do on it there. multiple times. All right, okay, cool. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we're going to play one more game for you. That was halftime. And, uh, for this game, we are going to play, uh, the alphabet game and we are going to see, who are we going to see? We are going to see Annie, Annie, and we are going to see uh, Isabel. Isabel. So, um, they're going to be playing the alphabet game. And essentially what happens is that we're going to see this scene with them and they are going to have to start every one of their sentences, uh, with the, uh, the next letter in the alphabet. So that's how this game is going to work. And um, they're going to start with A. They're going to go through it. You get to see all the times they screw up. Um, so we're going to see that. And we are going to um, get a location. Can we get a location for them? Non-geographical location. A spaceship. We're going to see a spaceship. Sorry, Forrest. The exact same thing. We are going to see a spaceship. And we are going to see the scene right now. Are you the one that brought the freeze-dried ice cream? But of course I am. Stupid. <laughs> Claude, don't say that about yourself. You're smart enough to get into space. That's something. Dang, Nabby. You're right. I did make it to space, didn't I? I'm proud. Everything that you worked for in life has led up to this moment. Now look out that space window. For gosh sakes, is that Jupiter? Could it really be we've made it this far? Have some ice cream. Golly, that's a tasty flavor. Rocky Road reminds me of home. Have you... have you ever been to Jupiter before, Stan? I? Jupiter? Why never? In fact, no one has gone to Jupiter because it doesn't have a solid surface. Just a minute. What? What are you talking about? I've been to Jupiter. You're nuts. It's really great. Cuckoo. <laughs> You're cuckoo. You're out, of, you're out of it. Claude. Let me tell you something, bucko. Jupiter's fantastic. They've got good pizza. They got a night. There's a there's a lady. You go to her place. She'll give you bed and breakfast. You can stay on her couch. It's real nice. I promise. Money though, money. How how much? How much is is an average night in Jupiter? Nine dollars. Oh, <laughs> that is totally affordable. Precisely, <laughs> precisely. It is affordable to the max. Question, have you gone to any other planets? Response, yes, I have. <laughs> I've been to Uranus and Neptune, and for a while, uh, when it was a planet, I went to Pluto. Terrific. Uh, keep going. <laughs> super. <laughs> super terrific. Tell me, have you ever been to space? <laughs> Uh, understandably, I haven't. I'm only 18 years old, and most astronauts don't go until the age of 59. Verily, good sir? <laughs> well, I'm glad you were here with me on your first trip to space. Well, thank you, Claude. I am so happy to be here. 
Xenophobia is a real problem in space. I don't know if you're aware of how much racism there is in space. Zooms! You're right! You forgot... <laughs> let's let's Anyways. wrap it. Let's wrap it there with our twenty-four letter okay, alphabet. Wait, can I say something? <laughs> yeah. I work in a library, and I usually have to deal with alphabetical sequences, and I still have to count in my head. Yeah, yeah, I, did yeah. The, I did the song. I, I do the song the every whole time. time. Yeah. I'm so bad at it. I just start at the beginning every time. Really? Well, I, either, I either start at the beginning or LMNOP. Yeah, yeah LMNOP is pretty yeah. good. Yeah. It's a pretty good starting place. All right, those were our three games. Uh, we played <laughs> We played New Choice. We played Halftime, and we played Alphabet Game, all from um, members of UBC Improv right here. Uh, and so we're going to play one more song, and we come back, we're going to play a long-form, a bit of a, a looser thing um, that's going to have more of a narrative and more, more of a... Evan, do we know the name to this song? Um, no. <laughs> we're going to hear this song. I'm not understanding yeah, how this works. We're just going to go right to the song, <laughs> and it's going to be a lovely song. Oh, no, I do know the name of the song. Uh, we we heard Jesse Lanza with her album Pull My Hair Back and one of the my first favorite. song. Oh, exactly. Yes. One of fantastic song. Uh, we heard Giddy and this song. Oh, my God. Okay, this song is called 5785021. Your, your average that's phone horn? number? One second. <laughs> yeah, that's a phone number. I encourage anybody there listening to go ahead and give that a ring. Yeah. Three dates first, folks. 5785021, of course. Uh, so we're going to hear that song, and then we're going to come back on with a UBC improv long form. Enjoy.
UBC Improv on 24 Hours of Student Power, and uh, you just heard Jesse Lanza with her number song. It had a bunch of numbers in it, and it was a good song. We enjoyed the song, didn't we? Yeah, I liked totally. it. I liked yeah, it. it was a very good song. Seven eight five zero two one. There we go. Call for us now. Yeah. <laughs> first year, first year girls. Wink, wink. Call for us now. Three dates. Three dates, ladies and gentlemen. You want a classy man? I'm a yeah. classy man. Classy guy over here. All right, we're going to be moving on to a uh, a long form now, which is kind of it's what we do. It's what we do at our shows. So uh, we're going to be doing a long form set. We're going to be doing a, a set called uh, a Meanwhile. So you're going to see a bunch of scenes that are we're going to we're going to describe them, and then we're going to see some other stuff that's going on in this universe. So yeah, we're all going to participate in that, and it's going to be fun. So uh, what is a, a location right now? From Non-geographical location. Radio station. Radio station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go with the radio station. Sure, let's go with oh the radio station. Oh, we're going for it? Okay. Uh, yeah, radio station. Um, let's start that, and we're going to see this long-form radio station scene starting now. Beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, boop, boop. Kyle? Kyle, come in here. Yeah. Um, Kyle, I can't get these dials to work. Uh, I'm trying to trying to play back the last 30 seconds and uh, cut out the the cuss word on the delay. Um, but but for some reason they're just not working. Could you just take a look at these? Uh, yeah, I can do that for you. Yeah. Um, it looks like your auxiliary cable just wasn't plugged in. Uh, you might want to lean over and give that a go. All right, let me just let me reach over here and go. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I got it. Let's see. Oh, now it's working, Kyle. You are the greatest. What would we do without you? Uh, you would probably have a lot more donuts in the employee lounge. This is true for an intern. You eat a lot of donuts. <laughs> Hello, losers. Looks like your hour's almost up. Ah, uh, it's Pete. <laughs> yeah, it's time for Pete's Hour on the Hour, the one that has the most listeners. <laughs> Am I right? Pete, all you do is play Born in America. Yeah, and the people love it. You guys have no listeners. If you don't get a couple more, at least ten by next week, you guys are getting cut. Just saying what I heard in the staff lounge. I, I was there too. I was. I heard the same thing. I was eating a donut in the corner, and I heard that they were going to cut you. No. Ever yeah. since, ever since Brenda became the manager of this radio station, I think that she's been. I think that she's been too nitpicky about listeners. In my opinion, it's about the quality of the radio station. Meanwhile, at a warehouse outside of town, we see someone walk in in a car. <laughs> okay, they're not in a car. I sure love this walking car I invented. It's really convenient. Yeah, for... I got it for the Flintstones convention. Oh, Dad, what are you doing in my walking car? I thought I told you to stay home. I told you not to go out with all that makeup on. 
Dad, I'm 14. I could do what exactly I want. Exactly, you're 14. You're not going out with all that eyeshadow and the other stuff Dad, that girls put on. At the inventor's convention is in this warehouse, and I need them to respect me as a woman, and the only way engineers respect women is if they wear a lot of makeup. Don't you know anything, Dad? I'm sorry, Diane, but ever since you were 11, you're just annoying, and I don't, <laughs> I, I've stopped enjoying your company. As a daughter. Oh, you've stopped enjoying my company, which is why you snuck into my magic car to follow me? That doesn't ring true, Dad. I have a respect for you as a person and as a father, but I just don't like you. It's You can have both. Cognitive dissonance is what they call it. That's weird. Also, I have something to tell you, Dad, and that is that what? I have built myself a new father. His name's Randy500, and he is... Here he is. He's in the car. Hello, old father. How are you? Randy 500. He oh. tells horrible ba- dad jokes. Let's let's hear your best dad joke, Randy 500. Yes. One second. Computing files. Here we go. I, 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 well, how does the blue jay cross the street? How? It jaywalks. Oh! Oh, that was brilliant. See, dad. I'm going to take that for later. You never said anything that corny in your Do we want to do a joke off? We want to do a joke off right here in this abandoned warehouse? Do it, Dad. If it's going to be that so, way, it's going to be that way. You oh. better R-E-S-P-E-C-T me. Oh. I he, programmed him to sing a really He knows pop culture. Songs. He knows pop culture references. Yeah. He's clearly better. I will. Oh, well, all right then, Randy 500. Where does Napoleon keep his armies? I don't in, know. In his sleeveys. <laughs> <laughs> Randy 500 does not laugh at bad jokes. Oh, if it's a, If it's a bad joke, then I clearly win. Because <laughs> it's a bad... No! Joke. Error! Error! Explosion! No! Dad! You killed my... The only thing that ever loved me! Diane, I'm sorry. Why Listen, are you so horrible? You can't make fake dads out of metal and cardboard. I clearly just did. But, okay. No, I mean, you can't metaphorically do it. Like, oh, I see. Yeah, it's like, no, you can't... Okay. You're not going to develop... L- Diane! Yes, Dad. You gotta love yourself. Cut inside to the inventors convention. There are two booths um, in the exact center of the conference, and all the other booths are on the other side, so there, there's only two in the center, and they're competing to be the two best booths at the inventors conference. One of the booths is upstart prodigious genius Will. Uh, Orwell. Will Orwell. Will, Will Orwell. Orwell has That's brought... That's what they call me. Will Orwell thinks his invention is one of the best inventions since sliced bread. Will Orwell has decorated his booth with glitter and pipe cleaners from his mom's craft cupboard. Will Orwell's dad was a parakeet, and it comes out every 20 seconds or so, just in the way he talks. No one's gonna guess... That I invented the coolest thing since sliced bread. It's full loaves of bread. <laughs> Will, I didn't know I'd see you here at the at the inventors conference. It <sighs> is it is me, Jeremiah. What are you doing here, Jeremiah? Why is your booth next to mine? I have my own invention, the sliced paper. <gasps> Jeremiah invented writing. And ever since then, he's been the most well-respected inventor in the world. Oh, oh! how are you going to tell people about your product? Are you going to give them pamphlets? What are you going to put on those pamphlets? Uh, I... 
Shut up, Jeremiah! You know nothing about my life. Jeremiah had wiry brown hair, and he wore a tie with a t-shirt underneath. There was a piano tie. I created the piano tie. Don't, doesn't that mean anything? It means everything. I mean, it means nothing! Listen, Jeremiah, you've won the past five years in a row for inventing music, the wheel, braces, headphones... But this year, it's my year. Full loaves of bread are going to pick up and rock it off into space. Excuse me, young man. What is this, and why can I not spread butter on it very well? Uh, sir, you're just meant to eat it whole. Wait, come back! Sir, 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 would you like a lovely piano tie? Oh my goodness, I'll take 700. I just made a sale, Will. Did you? Uh, yeah, earlier... <laughs> Who, who'd you make the sale to, Will? Your, your dad? Yeah. Uh, ah, what's wrong with that? J- ah. Dad, get out of here and stop your lawsuit. <laughs> Is your dad in the Muppets? What's going on? I was for a brief period of time. Meanwhile, up in the treetops of the Amazonian jungle, two birds sit on a branch talking about the day. Sure is a nice day. Don't you think? Yes, the wind is coming from the southeast. I do enjoy a good southeast wind. These nuts are good. Do you like nuts? Yes, yes I do. And especially a legume every now and then. Oh, I love a good legume. You know what they say about legumes? They're not nuts. (laughs) (laughs) They're so good. It's an old proverb from my dad. All right, all right. Now, now, Janice. Yes, Pete. How many years have I known you now, Janice? Seven. And you know what, Janice? What, Peter? Those seven years I've watched you eat those legumes, and my little tiny fluttering heart would skip a beat every now and then. Not consistently, just just every now and then. Arrhythmically? Yes, I'm beginning to think. What I'm trying to tell you is I think I have a heart murmur. Oh, I thought you were in love with me. Janice, don't be stupid. Ow. Sorry, Janice. You well, just know I have a thing for that other parakeet down the way. Oh, that Randy. Screw that guy. Did someone say my name? No, Randy, no, I'm trying to make a move. Hey, what's up, babe? Hi, Randy. You want to check out my wing? Oh, so strong. I've been no, working on it. Janice, you're ill. Don't look at sexually appealing men. Look at, look at my legs. Aren't they so small? Like, all oh, legs? Wow. He has that triangle physique that mm. just gets the people going. Here, watch me sing. So beautiful, babe. So attractive. So gorgeous. So what? You want to go to the prom with me? Oh, Randy, more than anything. I've already picked up my corsage. But you said you'd go with me back in second grade. Okay, we're not hedging bets here. Darn it. Is is this other dude trying to to get on my turf? Uh, you know, we're just old friends. Hey, why don't you back off, okay? All right? What are you, you chicken? You chicken? Clearly a northern crested parakeet. With the bread breast. Guys, let's just enjoy the southeast wind together. Okay. (laughs) Meanwhile, in a college dorm room on December 1st, two college boys are about to shave their Movember mustaches. (sighs) 
<laughs> you go first. This is hella stressful, man. <laughs> no, man. You, you. Okay, you go first. Okay, okay. Uh, Just do uh, it. I don't really want to, man. Okay, fine. Hand me the razor. All right, here you I'll go, dude. I'll do it first. Okay. Any second now. Come on, dude. You can't tell <sighs> me that I'm not gonna. Okay, look. Let's talk about this. Instead of forcing each other to do something, maybe we both want to keep the mustache. I mean, it does keep me warm in this cold December 1st weather. That's an excuse enough for me to keep it. And you know what? In fact, I feel more confident around the ladies. So let's just, let's just scrap this shaving idea, walk down to Kylie's room, and just, you know, lay some game on. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Kylie totally's had a thing for you since you started growing out that oh, bad boy. Oh, definitely, dude. And half the hairs are, like, blonde still, but, like, she can tell what's coming, you know what I mean? Like, oh, give yeah. me two years. And I got, like, the catfish thing going on, just, like... Three long strands. Yeah, man, to but they're chin. long. They're yeah, long. Yeah, dude, I know. They're so Don't much forget. longer than last. Oh, year. what's up? It's John. John, what's up, man? <laughs> hey, hey, what's going on, dude? You shaved. Yeah, I know. It feels much better now. Uh, but uh, why? Because I don't get milk in it and stuff. You did. What? What? It it just feels so much nicer now. I can. Girls are like. Hey, let me put my hand on your on your face. Dude, yeah. hand me that razor. Hand yeah, me that no, razor. no, 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 you give it to me. No, you give it to me. Stop, stop. You broke it. Come on. Uh, looks like we're going to have to have these for another month. Shoot. Meanwhile, in a cornfield, a scarecrow attends its perch. I'm so alone. Did you crow? Did get out. Move. So are you, are you trying to like are you trying to scare me? Yes. Okay, it's not really working. You, God, global warming. You're not. It's. Uh, um, I'm a Republican. Uh, I don't. I don't care. What? Uh, I don't think it's a thing. Taxes. Obamacare. Yeah, uh, we're gonna defeat that anyway. So whatever. Uh, socialist takeover. Yeah, it's just a rap propaganda. Uh, uh, listen, rap, the listen. Degradation of religious values. Hey, hey why do you want to scare people, right? Why don't you accept people with love? Right? Oh. Correctly, crows. You know, I never really thought about it like no? that. No? No, I haven't. Uh, just, g- just get down from that stick. <laughs> okay, it could have been more graceful, but whatever. Sorry, I fell. Here, try some corn. Oh, this is what I've been guarding this whole... This tastes so good. Hey. And I've been surrounded by it? Have some melted butter with it. Thanks. Hey, what's your name? This is really good, this corn. I'm Crow. I'm Pete. Oh Pete, okay. Yeah. Cool. Peter Listen, um Schmitt. here. Throw that throw that corn into a microwave. <laughs> That's popcorn. No. Did yeah. you invent this? Here, hold on one second. Take this corn, okay. put it in your car, okay. you can drive around. It's that easy. <laughs> what? Corn. America runs on corn. Meanwhile, in the boardroom of a corn conglomerate. Corn, 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 corn. Coffee, pass me the coffee. Cheryl, Cheryl. Yes, Mister Andrews. Where's my corn-flavored coffee? Well, I'll just very big, Mister Andrews. They forgot it in the workroom. Sorry. Well, Mister Andrews, I'm glad you brought together the top three owners of the three largest corn companies and corn producers in uh, these great United States of America. And we're going to talk about ways in which we can control and skew the markets to our favor. I really think corn should be in more things. Me too. I, I second that idea. But as corn. 
So as opposed to converting it into things, like actually uh, putting, I totally get that. Corn. So like, here's my here was my big idea. Okay, like everything would be salsa. Yeah, but like you know how uh, there's cranberry and a lot of stuff like cranberry apple, cran- mm. cranberry apple corn. juice, but corn like corn apple juice. Yes. Corn what, about, what about let's uh, fast track it? Corn, uh, corn, uh, corn is available all year round. Right? Honestly, right. honestly right. Though, once we break into the cereal market, like you're going, you're going places. Oh baby, I'm in the cereal market right now. You can't eat anything that my company makes that isn't 95% corn. Mm-hmm. What if we teamed up with Starbucks, right. uh, a corn spice latte? Cornucopia. Cornucopia. Okay. Let's fast track these. Let's okay. fast track these. For, these uh, Cheryl? Cheryl? Cheryl. Cheryl. Yes. What's your big idea? Uh, I know you're just a lowly janitor who mm-hmm. gives us coffee, but what's your big idea? Secret janitor. Secret janitor. Uh, well, We're I, downsizing. We got we to make ends downsized, meet. Downsized. Yeah. More uh, profits for us. I only had four million dollars in, in in salary last year. You poor, poor exactly poor man. I couldn't afford my third car. Tragic. At my fifth house. I Go think on. You should just inject the corn directly into the people's veins, and that way they'll be addicted my to it. My God. You know what? Cheryl. We should fast track this. Let's fast, fast track, track that. It. That sounds okay. like a fantastic Synergy. idea. And let's end that there. Yay! So. <laughs> For 24 Hours of Student Power, uh, we have been UBC Improv. We've been performing for you. Uh, we perform regular shows at uh, Scarf 100 on UBC's campus. Um, and we perform shows We perform shows once, uh, about like once every two weeks or so. Uh, I think our first show is January 16th. Yes. Something like that. January 16th. The best place to find all this information is on Facebook, yeah. most definitely. Like us. Yeah, like us on Facebook. Uh, we got a bunch of sketches on YouTube. Look to that. Follow Look us at our, on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Exactly. Twitter. Yeah, we got our own website, too, www.ubcimprov.com. Make sure you type in the Ws. Yeah, because it doesn't work um, besides that, which is weird. So uh, enjoy that. Uh, we have been UBC Improv. Thank you for having us on on 24 Hours of Student Power. And once again, I am Evan. This I'm is I'm Forrest, ladies. Isabel. I'm Annie. So, uh, yeah, I hope you've been enjoying yourself. And we are UBC Improv. Like us on Facebook and everything like that. And we're going to end with a song. So thank you. By that same girl.